You know, I don't want to get my hopes up, but it looks like somebody somewhere is doing things right. I mean, it's going to be too much to hope for to ask to not get reboots and remakes and shit. Yeah. At least some people somewhere is like, you know what? Let's redo, what was it, the Monster Squad? The What was the whole concept behind uh, all those old monster movies? They had some universal idea to them. Yeah, according to uh, Universal Studios, um, they want to bring all the monsters back which they already did with Dracula. Now they're going to do it with the mummy. We've seen the trailers. And yeah, as much as I hate uh-huh. Tom Cruise on an individual level, the man's quite possibly the best actor alive. Yeah, I fucking hate that guy. Yeah. Um, Trailer looks good, though. So we, we've got that. We've got Kong. You know, we already had Godzilla being remade. And I was like, man, what the hell is going on? But then I found out later, uh, I think... Uh, Either you or Ray informed me that no, they're they're bringing all the monsters. Yeah, back. they're bringing yeah, them all yeah, back. Yeah, we, we'll tell you about it later. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that later. But anyway, uh, they redid King Kong. Uh, unlike the the Jack Black version, it kept my attention for the entirety of the movie, wow. which is very good. A lot of things done different. I love the fact that number one difference you're going to see is this one's a bit more modern. I'll explain that as I go ahead and give you guys the plot. Should I start with the plot? Yeah, you can start with the plot. You can start All with right. the plot. The original King Kong was set in the 1920s, if I remember correctly. This one, we're going to skip ahead a bit. This is set, I think it was 1967. Basically, the United States has pretty much mapped every single part of the world except for one small area. And they can never really see what's there because there's constantly a storm. And we've only noticed this because we now have satellites in the air looking down. It's like, let's go see what's over there. Now, there's this secret society known as the Monarch. They want to go over there because they're into big conspiracy theories and monsters and hollowed earth. Remember that, Dane? When was the last time you heard hollowed earth theory? Yeah, that that was way back in the day. I heard there's a couple of basketball players that still believe that the earth is flat. Oh, absolutely. And they make millions of dollars, so we're not going to call them fucking retards. We're just going to accept what they say and go on. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so they believe in all that stuff. You're like, hey, we want to go in there, but we're going to need a military escort. And they realize the way they can get in there is because with all the reefs and all the storms, boats cannot go in and out. But you can go over. Or you know, through. Yeah, because there's a hurricane constantly going in a circle around the place. And when you go to the place where it's weakest, you can fly over it and kind of fly through. So they get this crack team Vietnam helicopter pilots to fly the research people in there. And this is where it gets kind of sticky. Because you you have Sam Jackson's character, a guy by the name of Preston Packard. Uh, He's a colonel of that team. Yeah. You realize he's supposed to be going home. He's done with his tour. He's been in the military all of his life, career man. You see through juxtaposition, he doesn't want to leave. He's got what I call the yeah. Frank Castle syndrome. Yeah. Like, what do I do with my life now? Yeah, no, he, he just, he doesn't want to end his career being a failure or well, being it's known not, as No, a- no, it's not a failure. It's got nothing to do with being a failure. You learn as the movie goes on that he wants to end his life as a warrior, like Valhalla. You know, yeah. you know the Vikings, they die in bed through shit. They have to die in battle, and that's what he wants. He's never been able to have that. So he's going with his men. You got John C. Riley. I love uh, this character, man. Yeah, his character's awesome. He's a World War II pilot that's been stuck on there for like 20, 30 yeah. fucking years. He's, he's the heart nuts. of the movie. He, he is. is. He's the heart. He is. Uh, John Goodman's stumbling his way through there as the, uh, the head of Monarch. He's the one that really knows what's going on, quite possibly the only one that knows what's going on. Yeah. So basically, they get in there, they fly in through the storm, right away things go to shit. They say, yeah, what we're going to do, we're going to drop some bombs that are going to make vibrations in the ground, 
so we can test it. At this point, you still don't know where it is they're testing for. They dropped the bombs. Lo and behold, uh, who's, who's the black guy's name? Was it Corey Hawkins? Yeah, Corey Hawkins. Guy? Yeah, Houston. Yeah, his name is Houston. They test it, and he says, holy shit, the ground's hollow. All It looks like damn near all the way to the center of the earth. Everything's yeah. hollow. And that validates the hollowed earth theory that they had. Yeah. But then, lo and behold, you're dropping bombs. Pissed off Kong now. Yeah. Kong, and I like the fact that there's no juxtaposition. Yeah. Oh, we got to find the natives first, and they're going to worship Kong. And yeah. No, Kong just comes right out and just starts wrecking shit. And I love that fact because, you know, for a moment, you're looking at the trailers and really don't see much violence mm-hmm. going on in the movie. It kind of gave you that feel that they were protecting you from it, but man, no joke, man. They, they did uh, not fuck around with this. This was yeah. not that cute Kong. No, this is not This is not your granddaddy's Kong. This motherfucker is disemboweling people. I mean, it's pretty glorious. I was like, bad. oh, shit. Just when the violence began, it was more than I was expecting to see. And here's the thing, though. It's PG-13 because they didn't show the guts. You saw bad shit happen. It's either juxtaposed or it's implied. Yeah. So you don't see people's entrails coming out, which would have been cool with me. But but definitely the violence is... uh, The violence started when you're in the chopper. This freaking palm tree flying, heading towards the fucking chopper. Yeah, it smashes into the chopper, and they're kind of like, man, what the fuck is that? And then next yeah. thing you know, another palm tree is coming, and then as soon as they see Kong, this is what I like. With all the old Kong movies, there's this majesty of people being frozen in place for like five, ten minutes. They see him for about ten seconds before somebody says, what the fuck was that? And then instead of saying, well, let's test it. Let's see how much we can throw at it. The colonel goes right out. Like, yeah, throw everything at it. Everybody comes. Because these these helicopters are, are fully armed. geared for war. They're armed to the fucking right. teeth. And they just start going at it. It's hurting him. Yeah. It's definitely hurting him. But he, he's kind of taking it like a, like a G. You know, he, yeah. he ends up smashing all of them. And the whole team gets scattered. Now, all they can hope to do is get to the northernmost point of the island. Because in three days, the weak part of the storm that was at the south will be at the north. And then that's where the ship that's waiting offshore can come and pick them up. Yeah. So it becomes a survival thing. We just want to get to the north part of the island. Which I like. And to keep the the basic of the story very simple, get to point A to point B. But the drama is just getting from that point escalates as you're getting to it. Right. And and all the acting, for the most part, is solid enough yeah. simply because it's not over the top. Well, Sam Jackson over the top did with this yes. yes. Pulp Fiction-esque look of the eyes and the determination. Yeah, actually, I was, yeah he, he was He really became a comic book up. character. As the movie kept going on, he became like a skill. Oh, he became typecast. To the same hole that Nicolas Cage fell in. And I think at this point, Sam Jackson's just like, I, I have to be this way. I, I got to flare my nose. I have to be this way or they're not going to be happy. And I got to give you my eye, my dirty stare look. Yeah, he's really Become completely unfucking reasonable. And the island pretty much is a jungle. And any jungle will try to eat you alive. Any jungle will try to eat you alive. But, but that's is, what makes it so awesome, but, though. This is the baddest jungle you've ever seen. Yeah, the humans fucking, are on the bottom of yeah, the totem pole. Exactly. I didn't get awesome. this feeling until they were exploring. And you didn't really see anything major happen. I mean, you saw Kong. But after the Kong experience, they start walking the jungle. And they gave me a feeling I didn't feel in a long time. I felt like I was watching Jurassic Park for a moment. That Well, that's because <laughs> in this movie, they portrayed humans as being the lowest shit on the totem pole yeah. half the animals didn't even fucking notice they were there yeah it's like it just didn't notice and that's what i like see all the animals fucking hate each other yeah. all of them i mean kong goes in the water to wash off his wounds and all of a sudden he looks down he's like and that's another thing a about giant kong. he always 
Yeah, Kong always has this look on his face like, man, what the fuck is this? He always has that look on his face, man. I just want to go take a shit. I got to deal with this motherfucking thing. And he reaches down in the water and yanks up an octopus. Man, octopus it's wasn't Cthulhu, doing shit. man. It probably could have been Cthulhu. It's a, it's a Kraken. It's yeah, Kraken. Kraken. Okay. Okay, he reaches down, he grabs a Kraken, and just starts tearing the shit out of it. And of course, he's not just, oh, I'm just going to beat it up and walk off. No, motherfucker, I got to eat. Yeah. I'm hungry. You, eating you know, you know, eat, what's, starts eating the Kraken. It's like, uh, damn. What's, what's worse? What's worse? Watching him taking a pretty much taking a shit and bathing himself while the guy's drinking that same water. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this dude? Even before Kong showed up, oh, you, oh so you're just going to do that? Yeah, I know. He's going to take a canteen and just drink some, some random ass water. Montezuma's okay, Revenge, right. dude. I don't know what's in that fucking that's, water, dude. That's good, There's man. creatures that, I've never seen before here. This shit's going to tear. Yo, worms like a motherfucker. <laughs> that dude's going to be fucking coughing. Don't pee in that water, worms. dude. Don't pee in that water. Oh, yeah, you know what happens. It goes right up the dick hole. Yeah, it goes right up there. <laughs> they, just, they swim to the source. I just felt bad when I seen those guys in the swamp just walking. I was like, you don't know what's in that fucking water, man. Yeah, but man again, I, they I, were I in, they were in the Nam, they were in the Nam, and so I guess they were used to that shit. One so, of those is going to a, a a foreign country. I keep telling him, warning him, don't drink the water, bro. You're gonna have that demon inside you, and you're gonna come over here all fucked up. I say, drink the water, embrace the culture. The people there drink the water. <laughs> you're saying you're better than the people? <laughs> I don't think so. So oh, yeah, man. I I love the way the animals look, the beasts look. Yeah, it it takes a really great new spin on this island of just weird, crazy shit. I will say, I did think Kong acted a bit too human. Like yeah. the, the Jack Black version, he was going around like a silverback gorilla. He was using his legs and his arm. He didn't act any smarter than a normal silverback gorilla would act. Yeah, Kong in this movie spends the whole time walking upright. Right. Looking pissed off. And that, that kind of took me out of it. Because I was like, okay. this, this isn't a monkey. I, no, I don't understand what this is. an orthopedius. He's a what now? It's an extinct ape that is allegedly related to us. So, so that's why they, so they, he's the they are... It's a missing link. That's oh, he's the guy so in between. What, he's the missing link. Uh-huh. Uh, that's, that's what's so different about it. King Kong than this one. Okay, see, that makes and, sense. And I, didn't, I didn't like the fact that he was acting so human. But if he is supposed to be the missing link, okay. That that makes sense. Yeah, this island you have dozens of missing links when it comes to the animal kingdom, so that's what makes it more mysterious. But anyway, well, what I what I also will tell you is I do not like the fact that in this movie Kong is the good guy. He is genuinely the hero. Yeah, that we all want to protect and help. I mean, in the previous ones, it was like, oh shit, it's a monkey. Yeah, and we should all be scared of it and hate it because it's huge. But at the end of the day, it's a fucking monkey, man. It's going to do what a monkey does. We had no business going over there. We had no business fucking with the monkey. The original ones, we were the bad guy, clearly. We're going into their territory. The monkey was being a monkey. The monkey did bad things, but the monkey was being a monkey. (laughs) Now it's like, oh yeah, the monkey's doing bad things, but he's actually trying to protect us from something worse. And I was like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Oh, Kong is all good. Kong wants to save people and this and that. I mean, my whole thing was like, you're too small for me to get any satisfaction out of eating you. You're too small to be a threat. Typically, Kong is like, I don't give two fucks about you people. And and walk by. That's that's the way it should be. But they're like, no, he's here to protect us. He's got a lineage. His family protected us, blah, blah, blah. That that kind of took me out. Well, well, I think the reason why they did that is because they're the 
only other species that walks on two legs that are probably on the island. Uh, and he probably relates yeah. to that. Well, the other lizards have only two uh, two legs. Two which, arms. You know two arms. That? Two which they, yeah, which they did to replace the freaking uh, the T Rexes because the T Rex being on the island was always part of the mythos. Yeah, yeah. there was all, but uh-huh. but I think at this point they were like, yeah, that's kind of bullshit. Yeah, yeah, that's we, really kind of so the, yeah, so they they made up something else. They made up an animal that followed that theory of the hollow earth, which looks ridiculous. Ridiculously like the Cloverfield monster. Yeah, or that's or true. or he looks like a Pokemon evolved called Cubone. Okay, I'm gonna have to ask you to not talk anymore for the next. <laughs> you're, on, you're on probation. The next five minutes, I don't want to hear shit out of your mouth. I'm telling you, he looked like a Pokemon called Cubone. Speaking on this on this podcast is a privilege, not a right. <laughs> your privilege has been revoked for five right. minutes. So let's talk about the actors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, James Conrad did a pretty good job. Uh, his acting was a tad bit stilted, but that's okay because he wasn't required to act all that much. He plays as a uh, retired SAS guy, and he's supposed to be their guide. I think he did a pretty good job. Sam Jackson, I think, worked a bit too hard. Yeah, he did. Because you could see he was unhinged in the first scene of the movie. And I was Bitch, like, please! Oh, yeah, he's, yeah. He's... <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got... that. When I heard that, I said, I, I said you know what? Wrap it up. Yeah, just all right, Sam. If you can just go back to your trailer, we'll send you some cupcakes and it's, uh, it's done. we'll I, take care of the rest. I of love that. Time. I love that part, though. I love that part. Yeah, we'll he, talk about he that. He did that punchline. Okay, you got to go now. That's it. <laughs> yeah, you got you got Brie Larson who plays as Mason Weaver. She's a, a Emmy Award winning photographer, pure surprise winning. I'm sorry, and she's like, oh, well, some for some reason they keep hiding what's in this island, so I want to go and take big pictures. Okay. John C. Riley is uh, Hank Marlowe. John C. Riley, excellent job. Excellent One of the job. best performances I've ever seen. A guy who crashed there in World War II along with a Japanese uh, pilot, and they've been stuck there for like 20 plus years. So that's pretty good. Uh, he was stuck in there with a bunch of indigenous people. Yeah. Which is, I, I still have no idea how those people got there. I have no idea how they can still have children because they should be so inbred that their body, yeah. their organs should literally be coming out of them every time they shit. Yeah. So I, I don't understand how it works, but whatever. So yeah. take that for what you will. They are there. Uh, no one talks or smiles. They all worship Kong because he protects them, even though he like never shows up or whatever. Which I, I like that more. Yeah. I like that better than the whole sacrifice thing they used to do. And also what I really love, instead of giving you complaints all the time, every Kong movie, you have beauty seducing the beast. Yes. And that was gone with this one. I was like, thank fucking God. Yes. Thank God that was gone. Yeah. I'm so tired of that. It just it just takes me out of it. Because the monkey is like, wow, there's this thing the size of my finger and it's beautiful. And I guess the monkeys want to fuck it. It's I don't, gold. It doesn't make any, it never made any sense. Yeah. It's me. white gold, never. man. It's white gold. <laughs> it never made any sense. Hey, I think he felt that closure of mothership, of having somebody uh, relate to you to love. You I know? think he was enamored with the fact that, yeah, most of the humans were trying to kill human him. Human touch. But here was one human that did something that helped me enough. So small. So small and so weak. Yet she managed to do something that pretty much saved my life. Yeah. And he was probably like, man, that's some shit. Okay. And he set her down and he fucking walked off. Made him get some introspection. Yeah. Because this Kong is a lot smarter than the silverback gorillas we had previously. Yeah. He's, I'd say, damn near as smart as a thinking human. But again, that's that whole missing link. Yeah. So that's fine. I will say uh, the fight scenes with Kong, 
I love the ones with the Jack Black movie, the previous one, because he fought like a gorilla would fight. You know, even after he killed him, he was like still fighting in the old ones. After he killed him, he's still well, yeah. fighting like, oh shit, is he dead? Oh, I didn't even know that. My bad. Yeah, the gorilla like walk yeah, off. Yeah, but in that scale, you could tell because the uh, T Rex, you can you can see that his scale was a lot smaller. Yeah, right. In this one, not only is Kong fighting, the motherfucker is making weapons. Well, he's I using was, weapons I was around complaining. him. I was complaining about that at first. Dane, you kind of explained it to me then. And yeah, then when you said the missing link apes thing. Apes do grab branches <coughs> and uh, clean them off. Well, yeah, well, apes know? do that, actually. Yeah, they use, they actually, actually do that. Either to uh, suck up fucking ants or to beat other apes with it. Kong the base Yeah, yeah but, I mean, he takes a... There's, like, uh, wrecked ships all over the place. And he takes one of the propeller blades off a giant ship, wraps it around like a chain. No, no, no. That was by he, accident because he yeah, fell into he the Yeah, but he figured out how to use it, though. Oh. And he said, instead of saying, yeah, let me get this fucking chain off me, no, he started using that shit. He wrapped it around his hands like a spiked glove and she's like And again, you explaining that, no, he's the missing link. Because, you know, the difference between animals and man yeah. is man can comprehend and learn how to adapt and improve and whatnot. And for him to do it so fast... Yeah, that's that whole missing link thing. Yeah. So that that's what made sense about that. So I like They made you care about the characters in here. Yeah, they did. They did. I mean, I didn't think I would. And yeah. there was no reason for me to care. But, uh, you know, they, they managed to blow it off. Yeah, that's no, a good thing. That's, yeah, all, that's it, always good. Well, the thing is, one of my favorite characters, you would think when they spend so much time on these characters, they're obviously going to survive. Oh, yeah. I love that. Life is cheap. Yeah. I love that so much. Because there are some characters they would build up. Typical Hollywood trope fashion, I'm building him up yeah, to be the one who survives. This yeah. guy loves his kid. He's constantly writing to his kid. And every time the scenario changes, he edits the letter that he's going to give to his kid yeah. to say something else instead. To reflect what he's going through and what he's learning. Yeah. And they fucking kill his ass. Yeah. No ceremony I, whatsoever. Yeah, I thought it was, was going to be one of the guys surviving. Yeah, and, that was Chapel. And, and you know what? Right. Fun, fun fact, Ray. Yeah. Jack Chapman, right? Yeah. yeah. Toby Keeble. Yeah. Guess who else he plays as in the movie? Who? Kong. Oh, wow. So he put on the, the mocap suit. He was Kong. Because remember, I was complaining. He was acting too human, man. Yeah. He wasn't acting like a, like a monkey. No, he's acting human. There was a human playing him. Oh. So that's pretty, uh, that's pretty dope. I like uh, that. That's actually pretty good. But yeah, he dies very unceremoniously, very yeah. unfairly. The yeah. guy just wanted to keep to himself and be safe. You know, you have all these people dying. A scientist was like, look, man, I don't want to do this. It's dangerous. They end up forcing him to go anyway. Right when they get the boat they need to take them to safety, yeah. birds show up, pick his ass off, take him up in the air, cut limbs off. Yo, they were not feed fucking on him in the air. The guy, John C. Uh, Wright, is like, He's gone. No, John Cena Riley is like, yeah, he's fucking gone. Let's go. I mean, he's seen a lot of this. <laughs> Already. They're, they're, as soon as he goes up, the guy takes out the gun to try to shoot him. John C. Riley is like, yeah, put that fucking thing down. That guy's gone. <laughs> that guy's like, no, I can get, no, I can't get a good shot. But, well, well hold on. Maybe I can. The, you see the dude's arms. The, the, arms, the director legs, does such a great job. Off. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah, he's died. He's dead. The, the director does a great job. Like, he's struggling. And you, you're really rooting for him. And, and you see him, like, getting picked up. He's fighting him, and, and he's in the air getting tossed. And then you see another one starting to assist the other bird. And then yeah, you no, see the third he, one. He goes, one of them, two of them, no, three of them, spread yeah. them out. Spare. Two arms and one leg. A fourth one goes up in the air and goes for a nosedive and slices the arm straight I, off. I, that was it's, brutal. It's teamwork. The birds are working as a pack. It was, like, it's really awesome. Really, really awesome. One of my favorite characters, Sheen Wiggum. As oh, Cole? Cole, yeah, 
he was like the most positive and yet monotone character Wait, Cole, there. Was that the Italian guy? He was, was the the Italian that guy. Was the saying, Italian. Yeah, he was the Italian guy where you know he's they they finally got shot down and he's all calm and one of the other guys is like, "How can you eat?" He's well, like, yeah, "Man's got to eat." The man's got to eat. He's like, "Eating's for the living." Yeah, his, his whole thing is he's the sort of one who's like, no matter what you go through. At the end of the day, you're alive. Either you can let it break you or you can just keep moving. Because whether you let it break you or not, it's not going to stop the fact that yeah. this shit's going to happen. So you might as well just keep moving. Yeah. You know, I, I like this character. Really, all these are supporting... That's the thing. Every single one of these supporting <laughs> characters had yeah. personality. Yeah. And they managed to put it out, out there. there. They managed they to had express a the personality for every single one. Man. Yeah, you had a... Uh, I've seen him as a kid, Thomas Mann. And he's like the scrawny little white kid there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the radio guy. Yeah, he's the radio guy. And he does kept, such a great kept, job being a kid. I mean, he... Well, the thing is, he acted just like the scout from freaking Team Fortress 2. He was all yeah. kind of hyper. Like, yo, I can put this thing together and hotwire this and whatever and... But he was, he was freaking cracking up. Yeah. I like him. I loved every single one of these supporting characters. And normally, I wouldn't give two shits about yeah. a supporting character. But again, I was stressed. Every single one of them, they gave them their own personality, their own backstory yeah. for a reason. What was that reason? So that you would care when they die. Or and death was not special. Death, life is cheap yeah. on this island. It wasn't a special death. I died sacrificing myself for the people. No, I died because I stepped in the wrong spot. Yep. And some, a 500-foot spider rammed its leg through my goddamn and mouth. And that scene that was, was awesome. I was, that I was, was a bad scene. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, they're not freaking yeah, I thought, bamboo legs. I thought it was bamboo I, sticking people. I was like, what the hell? And they looked up in a gigantic spider with crab claws. I thought that was awesome. And it goes and sends down his ten tendrils to yank up one of the guys and he's trying to cut the tendrils so that he can fall and freaking uh, your, your boy right there, the Italian stallion was the one who came up with the idea. He was like, yo, get the legs. Hack the legs. They all took their machetes and started hacking the legs off. And as the spider was losing balance, it was coming down low enough for them to get a good, good aim. Because game, yeah. they couldn't shoot it because the guy was being pulled up there. So they cut the legs. It's starting to fall to one side. And they all just unload on it. Now, I, all their guns and bullets just completely unload there's, on it. There's so much in this that had potential. This island on its own could have its own movie. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Who's the deadliest predator? Man? Uh, gorilla? Dinosaur thing? So, yeah. I mean... Once the Marines got back to their gear, and they had dudes with like flamethrowers and shit, yeah. they were bringing stuff to these animals that they weren't used to fighting. It didn't matter. Know? Well, at the end of the day, no. No, but, it, but still, it was pretty awesome to see the fight. Look, first of all, if if it was me there on that island and say, "Yo, we got to go get Bob down the street," and like, look, Bob's been out there for hours. I seen what this island has. I know you want to go get him, but we just lost five guys on the way here just to go get that one guy. The likelihood he'd be still alive is nil. Because you go into uncharted territory at this point when you start seeing animals that size. Yeah. Go back to base camp. No need into losing more guys at this point. And so the reasoning to me was like, uh, Sam Jackson was just... Well, of course, remember, Sam, as I said before, Sam Jackson wants to die. Yeah. He wants to die in glorious battle. He wants to die fighting the biggest, strongest thing he can find. And what bigger, better, stronger thing is there than King Kong? Kong? And when they tell him, like, yo, look, there's something worse than him. You need to leave King Kong so we can fight that. Well, you know what? After I king King Kong, I'll kill that other thing, too. I think that's when his men were like, yeah, fuck this. Yeah, no, no, no. This, this is fucking stupid. He's never going to stop. He wants to die. 
Yeah. He's going to just fight every fucking animal on this island and just live here for the rest of his life and probably be happy. Yeah. Fighting all the animals there. So. Uh, it's just, I felt like he was just playing too much of Pulp Fiction towards that very end. His psychotic break was just... Everything he does is too much of uh, Pulp Fiction, but that, that, can't be, uh, that can't be helped. And you know what? What? I'm actually very surprised. I'm actually very surprised about this movie. You didn't notice it until the very end. A black person survives... Yeah, black comedy relief. That's fine. I think a black person not surviving. Normally, they get. They, come on, guys. We all know this. Black guys don't survive in sci fi oh, no, adventure movies. They don't. But here's the thing, Ray. At this day and age, the black guy not surviving is too much of a cliche. cliche. It is a cliche. And it waters down the movie. So, yeah, what was it? It was Corey, right? Yeah. yeah. So, Corey Hawkins, who plays his husband Brooks, he survived. Actually, two. I thought, two. I thought they were. Oh, hold on now. I thought they were going to do something cheesy and have him hook up with this woman named San. Yeah. Who's uh, Tian Jing. She's supposed to be their, like the Japanese researcher, even yeah. though she's Chinese. Oh. Yeah, Japanese people can tell the difference. I'll be honest, I can't. She was. She's hot, man. Oh, yeah. She had, like, no lines. Neither of them really needed lines. They were just side people, yeah. you know. But, yeah, they, the both of them survived, you know, so that was that was pretty good. That was pretty awesome. No, no, I have to go back and watch the Godzilla because I remember them having the monarch seal on there. So I, I guess it's that last I Godzilla. I remember that myself. I'll I have to go back and watch go that. Go back and watch it, and you, you let me know because I, I can't remember that. So I, I guess they're going to try to build up something with uh, the Godzilla versus Kong because they made a movie called Godzilla versus well, Kong see, before. That's the, that's the thing. That's that's the whole spoiler thing we were talking about at, at the end of the credits. Yeah, that's a new thing. Everyone's doing that shit. Now. Yeah. Well, they got nothing else really. No, they're putting all that shit together. You got the mummy, you got all that that bullshit. So that's a new thing. But you go to the end of the trailer and they show yeah. all these. They show Godzilla. They show Mothma. They show... What else did they show? What's the name of that three-headed neck? neck? Gamera. They show Gamera. No, no, Gamera. no, no, no. Gamera was the turtle. But they showed Rodan. Rodan is a three-headed thing. No, no, no. Rodan is that bat-looking thing. The... What looks like a wing. One? I, that I don't know what they're doing. Hint. No, no, no. All right, whatever. We'll get figured out. I'm thinking these monsters are all going to come together. They're going to be fighting. Yeah. What would you have done in that situation? I would have offered the guide money. Like, look, fuck these guys. Fuck all of them. Let's fucking go, man. Let's just fucking. I mean, it, it was a nuts scenario. It's kind of unrealistic the way the majority of them were acting. Yeah. But the, the very fact when the colonel's like, oh, I'm going to go and, and find my guy, you should have been like, all right, good luck with that. Go we'll, by your fucking self because yeah, I'm we'll, not going to do this we'll shit. We'll fucking find, we'll meet you up north. Scene I'm surprised was, John Riley when he saw, he's the World War II pilot. Yeah. That intro scene with him the, was awesome too, by the was, way. It was. That was beautifully done. I'm surprised that when he didn't see all the other military people we see the black people in the black colonel like oh shit we're letting negroes in there oh like, that's nice but realistically he probably like yeah they got fucking guns i'm just gonna keep my goddamn mouth shut <laughs> but he played not knowing what was going on very well it's like oh uh, did we win the war <laughs> yeah did we win the war uh which war what uh well what about the cubs the cubs won the series, Fuck, <laughs> the cubs won the series. And, and i just love the fact that the first thing he could see think of was beer and hot dogs when he first saw them yeah because that's all he was dreaming about and at the very end of the movie you know after the credits you get to see him having his beer and his hot hot dog which was pretty damn awesome one thing i was kind of down about is like they put that last 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 scene towards the very end teaser man the credits for this movie gone for like five six minutes man 
Yeah. Way too long. They should just put it in a little that way, you know, somewhere in between. That way people could just actually see it. Everybody was gone. It was just us. Yeah, the whole theater left. The whole theater left. And I even, don't even know how you knew there was something at the end. Yeah, look, I knew. I didn't even want to see this what, movie, to be honest to with you. Did you talk to the director? You. No, no. I, didn't, I, I heard about it, and then it intrigued me. Yeah. I love monster movies, big monster movies. I mean, I was in, in awe when I got to see Pacific Rim. Yeah, it was a simpler time. Yeah. And I'm glad they're bringing it back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now the, now there's a market for it as long as it's done right. And I'm sure this is going to do well in the Asian market. So, Dane, what do you review? I think I'll give it a f- full price on it because I wasn't expecting to see this. One thing that I really like is pretty much if you are watching this movie, sit after the credits, man. Oh, yeah. Sit yeah. after it and keep going until you see it. You're going to have an Easter egg. Kong, it's smaller. This Kong is smaller than Godzilla. But there's one key thing, this actor, uh, what's his name? John Riley. He said that he's still growing. He's still a kid, actually. Uh-huh. Right now, he's a child. God knows how big he's going to get. Yeah. So the rating I would give it is a, uh, I would give it a full price. Oh, really? Yeah, I would give it a full price. I mean, I was not bored, not one moment. They did something that I wish they would have done in the Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. They had way more characters than they did in the Godzilla movie. But you cared for every single one of these characters. Where in Godzilla, this guy was just surviving and you just hated him for it because it was just ridiculous <laughs> yeah. on the amount of shit he was doing. He's jumping out here. He's falling down here. You know, he's he's in Hawaii with his son or not. And he's just, he's in too many places at one time. It just didn't seem believable mm-hmm. at the moment, you know. And you trying to, you kind of hated him every time. He was just there. You didn't really care for him. Right, right. So here that you care for everybody and then you wind up caring even for more for Kong, a full price. Just basically they didn't fall in the same tropes that they did before in the other movies. My thing is, I will give it a matinee. And to be honest with you, I was going to give it a rental. Yeah. And I don't want you to think it's because I didn't nah, like nah, the nah, movie. Nah. I liked the movie. If I didn't like the movie, I would have given it a, a straight up garbage. garbage. He doesn't act as much like a like a, a, gorilla. a, a monkey. A monkey. A gorilla. I, that's, I, I think the best representation of the original was the Jack Black version. Yeah. That was the best one. Yeah. Because, you know, at the end of the day, with our technology, we shouldn't have had as many problems as we had. Yeah. But still, whatever, no biggie. That's manby-pamby shit. Of course, I do like the fact they didn't do that whole romance thing. The the whole idea that the people were there, that was kind of ridiculous. Here's And this is going to sound ridiculous. The Jack Black version, I think, was more authentic and more accurate. Yet... This version was more entertaining, yeah. if that makes any sense. And it wasn't three fucking hours long. And it wasn't three fucking hours long. I, I will give it that also. I My only complaint is that it just didn't follow enough of what the original one was, because they were shoehorning it a bit too much yeah. to go to this other thing. I will tell you, as I was saying before, I was going to give it a rental. I'm giving it a matinee, because... For you to enjoy this, you have to see it in the theater. With the sound, yeah. the bass, yeah. the picture... Yeah. You gotta have a big screen to get all the little details. Yeah, okay, you're gonna pay four or five bucks to rent it. Pay the extra fucking two dollars and go see it in the yeah. theater. Because it's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it. it. It's worth seeing it. It's worth going to do that. I got two full prices and one matinee, so we're going with the full price. Yeah. I don't want you to think it's not worth seeing. It's just that I thought the Jack Black version was the definitive version. But by all means, I enjoyed the shit out of watching this. All right. Don't forget to visit us on our website, gotatalkaboutit.com, or go to Podbean, G2TA, at Podbean.com. 